2: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to coach unplugged. And now your host, Steve Collins.
1: Hey, everybody so happy you decided to join us before we jump in today i'd like first of all if you're liking these podcasts if you like this one or the five minute basketball coaching podcast or high school hoops or the funnel down defense podcast if you like any of those No one else gets the cell phone number and, and the email for the runner. No one else is being run by a high school coach for a high school coach. This is what what I do. This is what I do. I'm not running this other thing. I'm not a businessman. I'm a high school basketball coach trying to help you become a better basketball coach and to be honest with you i've done I've done pretty well in my career and I'd like to share that with other coaches. So go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast
0: um and 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 you know that that was kind of the the easy part, you know? Right. right. Um, I think where I fell short was and, and I'm very honest and open about this, is I as being the head coach, right? You move those 18 inches over. And the coaches I worked with too. I mean, how I was groomed is kind of like you're now you have all the answers, or you're supposed to, right? Right.
1: So right.
0: now as the coach. I, I did not. I I lost my teachability. Like I I felt like I was supposed to have the answers, and and um, and and I I asked fewer questions the older I got and the further along I got. And that was anyone listening out there, big mistake, yep. right? <laughs> but yes, but I think lifelong
1: learners, lifelong learner, man. Right, right. I wish and, uh, I wish I mean, I tell people this all the time and I'm not kidding. I wish I I wish I knew as much as I did in my 30s. Like I mean, I don't feel like I know anything anymore. I've coached for 30 years and won a lot of games it's like I feel like I know zero. And it's yeah. like in my 30s I thought I knew everything. It's like You know what I mean? Cuz <laughs>
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm coaching young kids now and sometimes I'm going, "Oh my gosh, how, what what drill I, what should I be doing with these right. guys? I right. mean, sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, but I, I know more basketball than, you know, or, or been through it shoot, for 30 years. I've been involved right. in basketball. right. but, but now I'll ask a heck of a lot more questions. Um, I know
1: that's one of the reasons and- I started the podcast is like, I felt like I needed to learn more. So what do you, what did you, so when that ended, what was your was your feeling? I'm I'm I don't want to coach anymore, or I'm done, or what happened then?
0: Well, to be honest, it was it was pretty crushing for me. Um, I I was in a position where things weren't going well. I mean, I uh, things weren't going well with my staff. They weren't going well with the team. I was kind of in a not good situation. We got a new athletic director, and I had a year left on my contract, so I really thought I was going to be able to finish it out anyway. Um, you know, I had scheduled, I had a good schedule coming up. Um, and the, I got to, um, (laughs) I had a meeting with my athletic director and it was only the second time I had talked to him since he had gotten the job and it was, Hey, you, you can resign or you could be fired your choice. Like, Oh, that's not a really good choice. Yeah. Um so so honestly it blindsided me in a sense. Um and and it it tore me apart. Um my identity was in was in that job. It was in what I was doing. And it really it really tore me up. And and at that point I had a year left on my contract, so I was gonna get paid only if I didn't coach. And and I had a young daughter who was eight 18 months old and you know it was kind of like all right um need to step back take the year off and figure out what what I'm going to do okay and and to be honest it was kind of nice in the sense of oh my gosh there's life beyond basketball so so I got got a taste of that um but my husband also was like you know what I got my girl back
2: right
0: uh, because I was so engrossed in, you know, the job. It's right. it's not a job. It's a it's a lifestyle.
1: It and is, that- yeah. That's what people don't understand. I've had. I mean, so the fun, here's here's what I, and here's an observation I've said. So my son was looking at some schools out east and a little Ivy like type schools, and I bet half the coaches I talked to were D one guys that had popped down to D three, good league. Great schools, academic blah blah blah. But it, I think what they and and every one of them what I could see is they were younger, they had young families, and they it was it's about quality of life because mm-hmm. it is literally people. That's what people don't understand about the D one level, right? You don't. Do you- I mean, that's what you do. Three sixty five. That's That's it. Like that's what and- you're doing. Like. <laughs>
0: Here's here's a stat that'll may blow your mind, and I don't know if I should mention this here, but sixty the divorce rate for Division One coaches is sixty seven percent. No. Yes. So I mean, think about that. Um, wow. You know, so so that's a reason too that I'm like like my mission is to kind of help coaches in the sense of what's beyond basketball. That's what we talk about the non X's and O's. Um, yeah, so
1: let's talk about the book. That's a good lead into the book. So let's talk about the book, how the book came about and then give us kind of that kind of what that is.
0: So so I after coaching, I'm an entrepreneur. So I would start businesses and you know, but it was always with the intent of helping people. So one it was in recruiting, helping athletes get recruited. Then it was in health and wellness um, and, you know, helping people with with the nutrition aspect of things. And then it was um, I got into health insurance because uh, the Obamacare, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so so but it was always with the intent for me to make money and replace that income that I had lost. So that was again, my identity was in so many, so many wrong things, you know. Um, so I go to a seminar in 2014 and the, the seminar leader, she says, how do you answer to your boss? And I, in a room of a thousand people, I say, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I'm thinking I I don't have a boss. So I say, I say out loud, what if you don't have a boss? And she turns around and looks at me and she says, that's your number one problem. And I had to think for a minute. I was like, Oh my gosh. So, you know, I, I, I was, I, I didn't have a boss, but really my boss should be my right. heavenly. father. So, right. so from there, it kind of brought me to my knees and started me on this, on this journey of reflection okay. of looking back at, at myself and my life and coaching and, and control and all those things that, and, and I finally came to the realization, Steve, and I finally admitted, cause it would always be, we got a new athletic director. I got, you know, I had it, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I got fired. Right. And I got fired for a reason. Yeah. A lot of things that I didn't do. Right. So when I talked earlier about using your words, um, I mean, that was, that was probably a big thing, um, about how, how do you, how do you build up your players? You know? So, so I had a long period of, of self-reflection and, and looking at all the things I really screwed up and thinking about, okay, how many coaches are really going through this stuff themselves? And how can I, how can I help? So, being vulnerable and sharing what i've been through and sharing some of these lessons can help other coaches so it's like okay if i can help others um not make the same mistakes that i made then that's a win right so i'm gonna take my screw up my suffering and and i'm gonna turn it into something good for for others and and help coaches
1: okay and so, so explain what the book, how the book does that.
0: So the book is, a is kind of goes through my coaching journey and you know, there's, there's, there's the good stuff of the rise. It's called, it says the journey of a rise to the top, a major fall and a revelation of truth. So okay. shows my journey. Um, I talk about the things that, you know, the mistakes I made, the, Okay. If you're a young coach, there's lessons for young coaches. Um, one, you're on an interview every day of your life, right? Um, whether you think of it or not, every conversation you have, um, young coaches be teachable. Um, there's lessons in there about how to teach young kids. Did and- you
1: have an older coach on your staff? I referred to them as a Yoda. Did you have your Yoda on your staff?
0: I did not have a Yoda, I would say. Um okay.
1: I'm always I always tell people when they're hiring a staff you need you need a Yoda on your staff. Yeah. <laughs> you need actually someone that knows more than you, to be honest with you. Well <laughs> you should be the smartest person in the room. <laughs>
0: amen. Amen. And and that's one of the things I talk about that you know hiring hiring your staff is super important. I hired I hired people that I knew right well, that I was, you know relationship wise I, I was comfortable with but maybe not necessarily um the best choices in in hiring in that regard so right. surround yourself with people that that are going to challenge you not not yes people right and- yeah so
1: here, here's here's the way i describe it you want a yoda you want to yeah. work hard, and you want to yeah. you want you want some of the questions you you want somebody that everything, and not not in a bad way. I mean, I have three people on my staff, and each one of them fits one of those roles. Now there's overlaps, but it's like, I have one that it's like, I don't have to do the stuff I don't want to do. He's a workhorse. He'll do this. He'll do this. He'll do this. I have another mm-hmm. one that's like, why are you doing that? Could we do this? How about this? And then then you, then you have to have the Yoda, which is the one that's like, they got to know more than you. Like, I, I mean, I that's what I turn to when I get stuck. It's like, right. and that's hard. Staffs, staffs are so important people underestimate staff it's like well, that's what you spend your time with that's your second family Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: and they have to work well together you know right, and, right. And there has to be that um ability to communicate and then your job as as the head coach is to is to navigate all that right and right. and to be with you it was it, it i I was, I, I did a terrible job of that. So I'll believe me, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Don't do that. Um, don't do that.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Might want to do, um, but, but there's, there's a lot of, a lot of that in, in the book of, of discussing those type of things. Higher And, the how right you, and how's the
1: book broken up in relation to that? Like at the end, is it like steps? Is it like things that, that people would would It's well, more,
0: I'd say there's more teachable nuggets okay. you know there's yep. um like like the chapters one's the uh, um I'll just so I got the pregame I got the coaching journey um the long road to healing which gives you kind of all the the areas when you think about life we're all broken in some way so how do you how do you address, like for me, there were things that <clears throat> stemmed back from my childhood of being in an abusive family, you know? So there were things I had to dig down to, like why I was angry. Like I was an angry coach. I say I'm an, mm-hmm. I was an angry elf, you know, you saw elf and he's yeah, the, yeah. the angry elf. Um, and that stemmed back from unhealed wounds from my childhood. I mean, but, but you talk about what what holds you back you know you start to believe things that you're not good enough you know it, someone spoke that about me years ago you're not good enough to be at this level well once I started losing I started believing that right you now right. and to believe that stuff and then then it becomes what you believe becomes reality you know um, so how do you get through that how do you get past that stuff? um and, and and there's you know i talk about real stuff in here it's not um it's not a bunch of fluff it's it's very vulnerable right. um and i talk a, about it's
1: a roadmap it sounds like a roadmap a little bit
0: a little bit um the x's and o's of success you know i talk about the communication aspect and how important that is um giving giving coaches direction surrounding yourself don't be the smartest person in the room, right? Okay. Just what you said. Um, surround yourself with, with good people um, that, are, that are willing to challenge you, but in a right. healthy way, right? Okay. Um, and then I talk about coaching at the different levels. So, uh, you know, I've coached it. Uh, I've done from D3, D1. I talk about the high school. I've coached some high school stuff. Um, but also from the parents' perspective of things, uh, right. I get into that um, a bit, and and then talk about um, coaching youth. How how do you coach the, the young kids, and, and really the the progression of that? Because I've spent the last shoot ten years coaching my own kids, um, in right. and, and, and people would say, how could you go from coaching you know Division one basketball to coaching these munchkins and like, you were so great with them. And I'm like, because of, like, there's okay. You, there's little things. This is all they need to know. Right. They need to know how to dribble Right. and we lower the hoops and I'm going to teach them and we just teach, you know, and you right. break down. So, you know, and, there's, and, pure, there's
1: pure in that level. There's, they're yeah. pure at that level too. <laughs> I'm telling you it's harder, but it's also easier in some respects. Yeah.
0: Well, you're, I think your own expectations are a little lower, right? You're like, as long as, you know, I'm getting them to dribble the ball and.
2: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A whoo! A hand clap or a high fiver I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW avoid, and prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. And
0: and move up and down the court and teach you I always pack.
2: refer
1: to it as fun dementals. Like mm. fundamentals at that Did age.
0: You like, that? Did you coin that, Steve?
1: No, nah, I didn't coin that. But it's true though. It's, it's fundamentals. So like, and I, I do that and I tell them you should never be the a kid's last coach ever. Never be a kid's last coach. Now, yeah, obviously, when you're a division one coach at Akron, it's a little different. You probably might be their last coach. But yeah. I tell I tell my youth program and my youth coaches, you better not be their last coach, because that means they didn't have a good experience. And it's like, you know, not, it's not going to be for everybody, but I don't want, I don't want you to be their last one having fun doing it because that's so important yeah. at that level. So, yeah. so um, there
0: was a study I did. A, um, I did this program at the university of Notre Dame um, called play like a champion. And there was a, you know, a study that they did with kids finding out what, what, why do they play the game? Right. Okay. And it was interesting. So boys and girls, there were, the difference, there was, you know, the top seven were different a little bit for boys and girls, but number one for both boys and girls at that age was have fun. So if they're not having fun, they're not coming back.
1: They're so- not coming back. And it's like in it the hidden gem and the kid that it could make a difference in their lives, you've lost. And it's like, yeah. just because you had a bad, I know, I know. If you leave, if you read like Malcolm Gladwell, he when, and like outliers, it's like all of a sudden these kids, it's about coaching too. That it's such yeah. an underutilized thing. I think USA basketball is really trying to do a better job with it. Um, yeah. but it's like, it's just so important because, the better players get the better coaches which are understand more and make it more relevant and make it more fun and it's like oh my gosh it's 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 like this cycle of of horrible so what are you doing other than writing a book right now
0: so so now um i'm the athletic director at my daughter's school
1: okay Uh,
0: so that's been real fun during covid (laughs) um my gosh we are playing um started up last weekend with games so I'm coaching coaching my eighth grader I'm coaching my sixth grader okay um, and then I don't know I do projects like crazy I read put down floors in my basement and stuff like <laughs> decks um, you write because- a book
1: what are you talking about I was that was a soft I threw you a softball on that one you write a book yeah you um, write a book
0: so I COVID, COVID was my book writing. So I, I started January 1st um, and by December, um, I, yeah, I published the book. So it was, it was a pretty incredible, in, incredible journey to go through. Um,
1: and where, yeah. where can people find the book? I will put it in the show notes too when I, when we do this, but where can they find the book anywhere?
0: So you could get it on Amazon. It's called Broken to Bold. Um, and, or my website. So my website is coachkellykennedy.com. Okay. If you get it from my website, I'll actually sign it and and send you a copy. Have you
1: done an audible part of the book?
0: I have not. Um, so it just got published December 7th. So, um, so I'm still, so I'm in the, you know, so thank you for sharing, um, podcast, So I'm, you know, getting it out. I've gotten some great reviews by coaches, Um, you know, the, the nuggets and the information that's in there and, you know, it's good for parents and leaders, CEOs. I mean, just people. No, maybe,
1: I mean, that's, that maybe that's your pivot too. when COVID ends, you go on a speaking, speaking, the, the speaking uh, junket or whatever it is. Uh, No, the only reason I ask is obviously you can see, I love reading. But I don't read as much as I used to because I'm busy, and and I and auto audio books are the way that I do it now. I'm yeah. just about done with Barack's book, which was like thirty hours, crazy long. Um, but it's like that's the way I can. I mean, I try to read a book a month at least, okay. and most then half the time it's me on walks and I'm just listening. No, it was just yep. a th- I just wondered if it was out there in Audible. Um, Somebody
0: asked me about that too. I got to look into that.
1: Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's an interesting pivot too. And it's like, um, <laughs> we're both getting a little bit older. I, I, if, it, if it's late afternoon, I start reading, I start like, I start <laughs> goes in awe. I, it's not like it used to be. So, um, where I could just sit and read all afternoon. It's like, Oh God, I'm getting old. It's like, I started yeah. falling asleep. Um, is there any parting words you have for coaches? What, what would be your, what would be your parting word?
0: Um, you have a gift you've been blessed with an opportunity to impact lives use it it's not about you it's about the kids and it's about the positivity and what you can bring to their lives and you might be you might be their only source of positivity in their life and you you get to know them get to know him off the court and, and just help him grow. Um, it's not all about the wins and losses.
1: It's not, it's the reason I've set I've kept teaching like, because I, I could have done other things and it's like, but the impact I, like, I got a text from one of my players the other day that almost made me cry telling me what he's doing, but was like, Oh my God, that's what, that's why like, seriously, that's why I do it. It's like, I could have done other things. I could have, Coach to different levels. I, I mean, I had opportunities, but mm-hmm. this is like, man, it's like, and I told my wife, I said, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm kind of close to retirement, but I'm really not like I'm getting the age wise I am. But I said, I couldn't, I can't end this way. I can't end not being in front of my kids and teaching every day. And it, yeah. when it gets back to normal, because that's the impact. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you if you, I don't know if you're in your school when you're doing your AD stuff, but there is a life force in schools that is unbelievable. When you're getting older like me, I just like suck that life force. It's like the movie Cocoon, I swear to God. Yeah. It, it is, isn't yeah. it? It's like, there's something about that age and that youth and it's like the excitement mm-hmm. of life that they're missing right now with COVID to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I really, Kelly, I really appreciate you coming on. This was awesome. I learned a lot. I, this was great.
0: Oh. Thank you for having me. I, yeah. I enjoyed. It on. I appreciate this, it.:
1: This is great. Thank you. Hey everybody. hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us get the lights on here at Teheups.com, go over, join 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like Apple Five-star review. That would be good. All right, maybe have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast
2: Network.